Hello, welcome to the With Love From Live show. My name is Liv and I love that you're here. Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode. For my topic, this comes from a coaching session that I recently had with one of my clients because a lot of people tend to vacillate between how do I know if I'm settling, right? Nobody wants to settle. And being too unrealistic in their standards. And the way that I kind of broke this down with my client, and I feel like will be really helpful for you, if this is something that you struggle with, um, is to differentiate between qualities versus qualifiers. And I did write a blog post about this. If you're interested in reading instead of listening, then head over to thesealeddeal.com and check out the blog post. But if you're here to listen, which I assume you are, and that's why you came to this platform, um, let's just kind of break this down because I don't want you to settle, right? If you are single and you're looking for somebody, I do not, by any stretch of the imagination, want to promote this idea for you to just pick someone and settle down because that is not great. And that is not the purpose of marriage. It's not the purpose of partnership. We are not here to get married for the sake of getting married. And especially if you are a single member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, then you know this is forever, right? And nobody wants to spend forever with a mediocre partner. And nobody wants to feel like they're the mediocre partner, right? Um, Just imagine for a second that you're the one that your partner says, hey, I'm really glad that I settled for you. I'm so glad that I didn't go after what I really wanted because you were right here and good for me. I just picked one and I'm married, right? I mean, that would suck. If you heard that, I mean, I'm sure someone wouldn't actually say that to you, but that concept is, I feel like just the other side of the coin where a lot of people are saying, well, I just need to pick someone and get married because that's, you know, kind of what I'm told to do. That's what I believe I'm supposed to do is just get married because getting married equals good. Well, it doesn't. You can marry the wrong person. You can build an unhappy marriage. Um, And if you're doing that, or if you have done that, that is not our purpose. The purpose is expansion. The purpose is increase. The purpose is joy. So no, no settling. But the other side of this coin is that a lot of singles get stuck in perfectionism and they're like, okay, you know, maybe I've seen one of my friends, my siblings, my parents, whoever, I've seen them settle. I've seen them be unhappy in their relationship. I don't want that. So I'm going to go all the way to the other side, swing the pendulum so far in the opposite direction that I'm going to wait for someone who's so perfect that we'll have the best marriage ever. And that is 
also not what we're aiming for. We are not looking for someone perfect. You are not looking for someone perfect. And I do feel very strongly that social media has great things to offer, but one of its downsides, and especially with the rise of dating apps, is it has really, really bred the concept of shiny object syndrome, where you are just, if you have someone in front of you and they have one perceived flaw, then forget them, move on, swipe right. There's someone else. There there are literally hundreds of people at your fingertips. And that gets people kind of in their head too, where they're in this position of, oh, well, if this person has this one flaw, if they're not hot enough, if they're not, you know, whatever, if they don't match the criteria that I have set, then I'm settling. And there is a whole middle ground here that exists and is where happiness lies. Because I'm telling you right now, Even if you meet and marry someone that you perceive as perfect, meaning they check every one of your boxes, the chances are really high. I've seen this many times that you are going to actually be unhappy with this person because the expectation is inappropriate from the get-go, right? Your perception in that instance is if I marry the quote unquote perfect person, I will have a perfect marriage. And what you're going to run into because you're a human having a human experience is that your marriage is not going to be perfect. And what I see happen in those situations is these people have this whole like life altering existential crisis because they're like, well, I thought that I married the perfect person. So why am I having problems? Why isn't my marriage perfect? Why isn't my spouse doing what I think they should do? And the the reality of just every human dynamic is that people are not perfect. They can't be perfect. And they don't know how to love you perfectly. And when you're going on this list that you have made, which if you've listened to me for any amount of time, you know, I hate the list, right? Um, And if you're just going off of the list, then that's going to put you into one of these two extremes. And either way, it's not helping you. And I just want to kind of give you a little bit of a different perspective on the list, right? Um, Because I can sit here all day and be like, your list is dumb (laughs) and throw it out. Um, But I think that somewhere inside you, you're going to fight me on that. And you're going to be like, no, like, this is what I want. And I, I just, I'm going to like, hold out for it. So that's fine, right? Like you can want whatever you want. And I'm not here to say that you shouldn't want certain things, but I just want to help you reframe what it is that you're looking for so that you can find someone that you can honestly be so, so happy with and that you can build a really great relationship with and that won't put you too much in your head about, you know, like, am I settling to pick this person? And is there someone better out there? And, you know, all of these questions that honestly, even if you're with someone really great, 
will probably come up at some point, like at some point in your marriage or your relationship or, you know, at any stage of being with another person, it's normal and it's okay to have the question come into your mind. Is there someone better for me? Is, you know, is this the right one for me? And I see a lot of members of the church, especially um, externalizing that decision and being like, well, the Holy Ghost told me this person or the Holy Ghost told me not this person. And I mean, you can take this or leave this, but personally, I think that that is absolving yourself from personal responsibility. I don't think that the Holy Ghost will tell you to marry or not marry this person um, because that like that just doesn't make sense to me you have to decide who you want to be with and the holy ghost can confirm that you've made a good decision or it can confirm that you were right in choosing to break up um but i personally am not on board with the whole god told me to marry you thing just just doesn't jive um but that being said i want you to look at what you're looking for and put the qualities that you have on there through three lenses. Okay. So the first lens of, is this person a good person for me to date is, do we share a vision of our life together? Right. Do we want to build the same thing? Because if you're over here being like, I want to, travel and, and, you know, be a nomad and you have met someone who's like, like, no, I, I don't even like airplanes. Like I don't want to leave. I've never left the state. Like I'm here forever. I'm putting in roots. Those visions are not compatible and that doesn't make either of you bad or wrong. It just means that your visions are not aligned. So super, super important. Find someone who shares a vision of the type of life that you want to build. Okay, that's bucket number one. Bucket number two is shared values. You do want to have a shared value system. And I know that there are people out there who are like, oh, you can have different politics and be fine. Um, I don't know. (laughs) I mean, there are always exceptions to the rule, but I really, really feel like, especially in this day and age, You want someone who you can share your opinions very, very openly with. You're raising children together. Um, You are deciding how you want to live. And so you do want those things to be aligned. And if they're not, then I'm not saying you won't work or that you can't work. I'm just saying it's going to be a lot harder than it needs to be. So having a shared value system that is a non-negotiable, right? Get on the same page with someone, choose someone who feels the same way that you do about church, about eternity, about where you'll get married. And I, and I don't mean like physically, I mean, are you going to the temple? Do you not care about the temple? Like whatever it is, I'm not passing judgment, get on the same page and pick someone who is aligned with that value system. Okay. And bucket number three 
is compatibility. And a lot of people get really, really hung up and focused on the compatibility factor. But the reality is that compatibility builds over time. And there's there's a lot of complexity in there. So in the blog post that I wrote and in the conversation that I had with my client, um, one big thing about qualities and about compatibility is that we have set certain parameters for the qualities that we're looking for that can be the very thing tripping us up and making us quote unquote too picky. So when I was dating, um, I wanted someone who could be very active, like live an active lifestyle physically um, because I am active. I like to hike. I like to be outside. I like to just be out and exploring and experiencing. And I want someone who can keep up. Right. And so in my mind, the kind of easiest way for me to qualify or disqualify someone um, on whether or not they were active was if they went to the gym. And I am and have for many years been a daily gym goer. Um, and so it just made sense. Okay, I'm active. I like to hike. I like to do, you know, whatever outdoors. Um, so someone who is also doing what I'm doing, i.e. going to the gym, is probably going to want to be active with me. So I had set this parameter around being active as must go to the gym. However, I didn't like gym bros, <laughs> like um, nothing against them, but they just were not for me. I didn't tend to get along with that type of person, which felt very confusing in the moment because I'm like, well, I go to the gym, so why wouldn't I be compatible with other guys who go to the gym? Like, why don't I like them very much? Um, and when I actually took a step back and looked at it, it wasn't the gym. It was more so about the intention. And for me, it wasn't about, you know, going to the gym every day. It was being healthy, being active and, and wanting to experience the world. I didn't want to be in a relationship where we just sat around all the time. Um, so when I met Christian, um, he like very openly was like, the gym is dumb. I hate it. <laughs> and initially I was like, okay, so he doesn't like the gym, so he must not be active. So is that like a red flag? Should I break up with him? Like, are we not very compatible? But then he's like, oh yeah, like I run marathons and I live outside and I can go, you know, I can outpace you as we're hiking and like all of this stuff. And he, he's just as if not more active than me. And so it just kind of clicked for me in that moment that I had been disqualifying so many guys in the past because the, the quality that I was looking for didn't look the way I thought it should look. And so I was, I was just discounting certain guys. And then I started to kind of do that with everything that, that I was looking for. And I was like, okay, well, what's like, what's underneath this quality that I have on my list and do, can it look different than I 
initially kind of decided it should look. Um, the same was true for Christian, right? He was like, well, I want someone who is intelligent and well-educated. And he had been like, well, that's, you know, someone who went to college and has a degree. That's not me. I did not go to college. I, I went for one semester um, and I do not have a degree. And so that doesn't mean that I'm not well-educated and that doesn't mean that I'm not intelligent. It just doesn't look exactly the way that he had decided that it needed to look. But we were both really in a point where we we were open to looking beyond that. And so we got more so to the core of who each of us were. And so then those types of things started to melt away because the compatibility was there, even if the qualities didn't look the same as the parameters that we had initially set, right? Does that make sense? Um, so right now I have an application that is out there that people are filling out, which is great. Um, it is for my TV show that I am creating. Um, I want to set you up on a date and, um, and I want to film it. And I, the whole project, um, is it's somewhere between like a reality show and a documentary with the intention of shining a little bit of light on the LDS community that is positive, um, while also broadening the support that I'm able to give the community, right? Um, because one-on-one -on -one coaching, as much as I love to do it, um, it's a ton of energy. So I can only take on so many one-on-one -on -one clients at a time. So my intention with this show is to be able to reach and, and work with a lot more people at once, right? So I bring that up because I have an application to be on it, to be set up. Um, it's a totally free application. It's in my profile. Um, I'll drop a link in the show notes if you're interested. And, um, and inside the application, I ask, what is it that you're looking for in someone else? And obviously I'm reading these applications and um, kind of, you know, filtering people um, based on who I'm setting up right now. Um, and so I have to look at, okay, are these people who are, are filling out these applications? And if you have, maybe I'm talking to you, are they too picky in what they're looking for? And for me, when I say, are you too picky? What I'm looking at is, do you have really strict qualifications that you're looking for, right? Are, do you have these like very specific parameters for this person must have a college degree? This person must um, have a bikini body. This person must, you know, like whatever. And they're very, very specific in their applications. Um, that to me as a coach is a red flag that says, okay, this single is very, very stuck in the outward appearance of what their 
partner needs to look like on paper and they're not very tuned in to who they're actually looking for. And the people who I'm, I'm looking at their applications and I'm like, okay, this person probably is more ready for a relationship and, and to be set up is someone who can say, you know, I'm looking for someone who laughs with me. I'm looking for someone who I can have great conversations with. And, and they're more focused on the feeling that exists there more than these really strict qualities, right? I hope that that kind of lays that out so that you can see what I'm talking about, because it's not that you can't want certain things. It's not that um, you're, you're bad or you're wrong for what's important to you. But I'm saying that if your qualifications are too strict, then that tells me that you're, you're looking for someone to fill a role versus actually open to creating a partnership. And those are two very distinct things because one says love is going to be imperfect and I choose to be intentional with who I want to build it with. And the other says love is going to look a certain way. And if I can just find the person who looks that way, then I'll have love. And the second one is detached. It is lacking in accountability. It is lacking in emotional awareness and therefore is too picky. When instead you're leading with, okay, what, like, why is it important to me that someone's intelligent, right? Is it just because society says it looks good if you have a college degree? Or is it because I have all of these ideas thoughts and ideas and businesses that I want to create. And I want to be able to have those conversations with someone who understands what I'm talking about and who can explore concepts and ideas without getting too rigid and shut down and start looking at, okay, the qualities that I'm looking for, are they very specific and looking a certain way or are they leading me to something deeper that can be imperfect but can improve and build and grow over time, okay? I hope that, that helps clarify some of those things um, and helps give you a little bit of perspective around whether or not you are being quote unquote too picky um, because if you are, then yeah, dating is going to suck. That <laughs> is not going to be very much fun. But if you can kind of get away from very strict parameters and more into, okay, does this person share my vision for life? Does this person share my value system? And are we compatible? Do I just feel good with them? And it doesn't need to be more than I feel good with them. I'm attracted to them. This is this is good overall. That doesn't mean perfect, right? Um Versus, well, I like this person, I'm attracted to them, but they do X or they haven't done Z, so they're out, right? You see in the difference there? So let that be kind of your filter um, and, and guide you to, okay, is this person really a good person for me? And if they are, you know, is this how I want to feel overall in the long term? Or 
am I looking for reasons to disqualify people because maybe I'm I'm not really aware of what I want. I'm not really confident that I can get it. Um, I don't know how to navigate conflict. Usually what I see is people who are very, very picky. Um, they really struggle with conflict. And in their minds, if they can find someone who who looks perfect on paper, then they will avoid conflict or they'll avoid vulnerability. Um, and so it's it's a very avoidant thing. To be picky is to be avoidant. Um, and so if that's you, if you're like, hey, okay, feeling a little called out here, then I want to encourage you to connect with me. You can fill out a one-on-one application and work either with me or one of my assistant coaches. Um, and just kind of be supported and guided through the process away from this is how love has to look in order for me to be happy and into I can build love and I can build happiness with someone imperfect because I'm in a state of acceptance and compassion and I can accept someone else who is also imperfect and accepting of themselves and wants to grow with me. Does that all feel good? I hope so. Um, I will drop the link to both of those applications in the show notes. Remember, one is to be set up on dates. Um, You do have to be comfortable with being on camera. Um, And the other application is for one-on-one support to be coached, to move through your issues and get to a state of acceptance and feeling good. Um, If you have any questions at all, feel free to reach out, email me, send me a DM on Instagram. I would love to hear from you, connect with you. And I hope that this helps you along your dating journey. I love you. Thank you for being here.